This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 178. Hey, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. I am sure you've heard it said many times, in doubles, the team that controls the net usually wins the point. But why is that? Have you thought about it much? It turns out that there are many reasons for doubles teams to get up at the net and try to take control of the point. In this episode, we'll talk about this both up at the net formation and why it is very, very often a great position to get yourself into when playing doubles. So this episode is, as promised, a follow-up to last week's episode on doubles formations. You may recall that in the last episode, episode 177, we hashed out the pros and cons of playing the one-up, one-back formation in tennis. And my conclusion was that while the one-up, one-back formation does have some pros in its favor, especially for lower-level players, there are just as many cons. So my suggestion was that if you're playing doubles and you've been relying heavily on the one-up, one-back formation, it's time to try something new. And what is that something new? What's the new formation that you need to give a try? Well, in this episode, we're discussing just that. The both up at the net or double up at the net formation. And if you're avoiding the double up at the net formation, or if you're not using it very often, I think by the time you finish listening to this, you're going to want to put it into heavy rotation in your very next doubles match. So, before we go any further, what am I talking about? Both up at the net. Both partners playing up at the net. Last week, it was one up, one back. One partner on the baseline, one at the net. Now we're talking about both partners playing up at the net. And I am not talking about both partners playing literally on top of the net. I am not talking about no matter what, rushing in to be just a few feet off the net. Both up at the net can mean at the service line even. One player could be a little closer, the other a little further back, but definitely no one is staying back at the baseline. Okay? So that's what we mean, both up at the net or double up at the net. Now, I am very confident that most of you have heard this tennis one-liner before. In doubles, the team that takes control of the net usually wins the point. Does that sound familiar? You hear it in your lessons and your drills and on all of the tennis YouTube channels you're watching, probably in all of the tennis podcasts you listen to. But why is that? Why is getting up to the net so successful in doubles? Well, 
there are several reasons. Let's look at them. First, when you're at the net, you can hit sharply angled volleys for winners. When you're back at the baseline, you can hit angles, but you usually cannot hit those super sharp angles that you can hit when you're volleying up at the net. And hitting sharply angled volleys happens to be super fun. I mean, I love playing up at the net for exactly this reason. Now, if you think sharply angled volleys are not your thing, then I bet you're not spending enough time up at the net because it becomes very easy to hit this shot when you're in the net zone. And I can tell you, I speak from experience on that. I am not amazing in my ability to hit these shots, but I like being up at the net. And if you feed me enough balls up there, I'm gonna hit a couple of these. Second, you can hit down at your opponent's feet, making it difficult for them to get the ball back up and over the net. When it's down at their feet, it can be hard for your opponent to even get their racket on the ball, let alone hit something that goes back up over the net. And on the off chance they do get their strings on the ball, they will most often hit a nice sitter up in the air that you may be able to smash right back down for a winner. Third, you get the ball back over the net more quickly because you're closer to the net, reducing your opponent's reaction time. I mean, that's just math. That's just geometry. When you're up at the net, you're cutting the ball off and preventing it from traveling deep into your court. So you just naturally cut down on the amount of time the opponent has to react. And fourth, and this is a good one, you are just a lot more imposing up at the net. You might be saying me, imposing, but think about how you yourself have felt when you see both partners on the opposing team up at the net. Two partners up at the net creates a visual and a psychological wall. And that can be hard to get past. It can be hard to get past physically, like it can just be hard to get a shot by that wall, but it can also be hard to get past it mentally. It can get in your head. So put all of those things together. Angled volleys, hitting at the feet, cutting down on reaction time, and forming an imposing wall and I think you can easily see why the team that controls the net usually wins the point. Now, if you and your partner have good volleys and good overheads, then you should definitely be using the double up at the net formation constantly because those are exactly the shots you want to be hitting when you're up at the net. But even if your volleys aren't that impressive, even if you're overheads aren't always amazing, this is still a great formation for you. Again, as I mentioned before, when you're closer to the net, those angle volleys and those shots at your opponent's feet are just so much easier to hit. Plus, your opponents may be lobbing you to try and get you off the net. And if their lobs aren't that great, you may get some really easy overheads to smash back. 
Now, how do you deal with this formation if your opponents are the ones constantly coming up to the net? How can you neutralize them and attempt to take back control of the net and of the point? Well, a good way to do this is, of course, to use the lob. When your opponents are forming that wall at the net, you need to get the ball up and behind them to break down the wall. Now, if they're doing it from the get-go in the point, if you're facing a team that is consistently using a serve and volley tactic, and this is popular, especially when you're getting up higher in your doubles play, then I highly recommend you give the lob return a try. I talked about the lob return back in episode 54, which was called Use This Retro Tennis Shot, the lob return. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes. By using the lob and especially the lob return, you can neutralize both net players. And if you use the lob return over the net player's head, you can really throw your opponents off balance as they will now need to figure out who is going to get that lob. Is the net player going to backpedal or is the net charging server who you're returning off that serve, is that person going to back up and switch sides to take the lob over his or her partner's head? It can be confusing, and that can be just what you need to get them off of the net. So those are my reasons for making sure you're using the both up or double up at the net formation over and over in your doubles matches. If you're uncomfortable with this formation, then it is time to get out there and practice. It just provides so many benefits, and ultimately, it will make you a much stronger doubles player. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Tennis Quick Tips. Be sure and check out the show notes for a complete transcript of this episode and for links to the resources that I mentioned. And if you're interested in tuning up your tennis serve, be sure and grab my totally free ebook, 10 Quick Fixes to Improve Your Serve, No Lessons Required. In it, I give my 10 absolutely best tips for getting a better serve fast. Just go to tennisfixation.com slash free to get instant access to that free resource. Now, if you've already signed up for my free serve ebook, do not worry. I'm going to make it easy for you to re-download it. Just be sure and watch your email inbox because I'm sending you a special email where I will ask you to confirm that you really, really want to be on my email list. And when you hit that confirm link, you'll be taken to a special page on my Tennis Fixation website where you can easily grab the serve tips book again. So no searching through your computer or through your stacks of tennis stuff to find it again. Just be sure and click that link in the special email. And if you have any questions about any of this stuff, you can always reach out to me by emailing me at kim at tennisfixation.com. I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, happy tennis. Happy tennis.